you're listening to The South Stands, a Buckeye football podcast by Ohio State fans for Ohio State fans on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and SoundCloud. There's three things I want to cover today. Um, I thought we would talk about the, the, the first college football rankings. Obviously, that's, that's pretty yep. pertinent. Um, I thought we'd have, uh, we'd, we'd have a quick preview of Maryland. And, and then, uh, as I mentioned earlier, we've got, some, uh, we've got a, a few mailbag questions. Maybe we can get to those uh, toward the end. I, yeah. <laughs> Predictions and then a little, uh, maybe a Bama-LSU prediction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. thanks for the reminder. We'll do, a, we'll, we'll do a Bama-LSU prediction as well. Um, all right, cool. So lead the, it off, V. All right, so the the first rankings uh, are out. They came out Tuesday, as you guys know, and Ohio State is number one in the rankings, followed by LSU, Bama, and then kind of a surprise, Penn State at number four, which I was a little surprised by. That you've got Clemson there at number five, uh, kind of on the outside looking in for now, although they're still in a really good spot. You got Georgia at number six. And then you've got two Pac-12 teams, Oregon and Utah, have kind of made their way back into the discussion, uh, into the playoff discussion. I just want to get your guys' uh, initial take on the rankings and, and what you saw. Paige, why don't I start with you? What, did, what were your impressions when you, when you saw the, those uh, first rankings come out? Yeah, so um, I, the Buckeyes being first, I think, is was awesome. The... I, I think what they're doing, though, I think the committee has gotten very political, right? Mm-hmm. They, they understand they're, they're looking ahead, right, of the games scheduled. And Ohio State being number one, yeah, we deserve to be number one. LSU could have been there, but, you know, when you look at strength of schedule and that kind of stuff, it's sort of a coin flip. The interesting one to me was the Penn State, right, you know, at four. So I Penn agree. State sitting at four – and they know, they, look, it, it does not hurt you to put them there because they are making a statement around who you play actually matters. And yeah. it's a shot across the bow, I think, to Clemson. And into some and I love for, Yeah, totally, for, for Alabama. And so that to me was, so, if I, so, so play it forward, right? If Penn State beats Ohio State, like, hey, we look brilliant – if they lose to Ohio State and these other teams move up, it's not like this most radical sort of thing. They understand that, I don't know, people get all wrapped around the axle as far as how these rankings look right now, but these teams are going to play each other, and you know it, everything will kind of come out in the wash. The, it, the other interesting thing to me is, is that – at Alabama three, how much wiggle room do they have if they lose to LSU? That's a really good question. Yeah, yeah, that's a really so good question. Those, I, those are the two things. Like, I, and so, so again, so to answer your question, uh, the Buckeyes, yeah, it's awesome. We love it. You know, this is the South Stands, great. But the Penn State at, at four and and Alabama at three, we we all know Clemson's going to be in. It's like, give me a break. Yeah, but they put them at <laughs> five. They give themselves cover. And they're going to be in because they're not going to play anybody. But yeah. the well, the other two I, are, are the sort of the interesting thing. Chad, what when did we you, spin go the ahead, wheel Chad. Around, when yeah. we, okay, well, I was going to say, when we spin the wheel around to me, now, I 100% agree with you there, Paige. 
aside from the fact that I think when we play Penn State, Clemson has a bye, okay? But the week that we play Michigan, they play South Carolina. Oh, yeah. Um, That's a good point. And if I'm not mistaken, it's in, it's in South Carolina. I could be wrong on that, but I'll look it up. That's a game. That's a game that could, you know, could play like a very integral part on this. But you know what? Let's, I love the fact that Ohio State finally gets some respect. Yeah. And they put it to number one because, like, if you look at the body of work, and I was like, I, I really was kind of blown away by like the whole thing when I found that guy because I didn't realize that our strength of schedule versus the top five teams is the best of, of, of the five. Yeah, I was surprised and to I see that as well. I wasn't aware of that at all. But so, you know. so, so, so can I throw can I throw a little uh, salt in your spinner wheel there, though? Like, <laughs> well, yes, what if Johnny. Cincinnati would have lost that game to oh. whoever East Carolina? Dude, that was huge for us. Yeah. That, that didn't happen. It was. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that, that was very close to happening. By the way, Chad, just... Cincinnati, Cincinnati is saving our ass right now. <laughs> well, and you know who else is, too, is Indiana. Indiana. Like, and Indiana. Indiana. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, Chad, I, just, oh. just to, to back you up, you are right. Um, Clemson finishes the season at South Carolina. That game is being played. All right. There. So, I, you know what? I mean, we'll, we'll get into that when we do, like, our Michigan preview um, on that Thursday that... Uh, that's actually Thanksgiving, so we'll probably do it on Wednesday. But there'll be a lot of talk about that game. But yeah, I'll tell you what, that's not going to be a walk in the park for Clemson when they come to that. I'm, I mean, yeah, I know like they're talented all over the field and, and this and that, but they haven't impressed me. I've watched them twice this year, and, and Trevor Lawrence, I think he's got the sophomore slump, you know. But I'm sure they're going to be solid, you know. But. I'm telling you, that's not going to be a, like an easy game for them. I mean, they beat mm-hmm. Georgia, dude. I mean, like that's that's got a lot to say. Yeah. Now, going back to your point, Paige, about Penn State, and you know what, I, I and I know we were like back and forth on the text um, on the podcast thread um, last few days about Penn State, and I know the you feel that they're not that good, but you know, I, I listened to um, Herb Street, and then I read again what he was saying the other night. I'm telling you, man, I, I think they're better than what people, you know, I mean, obviously the committee like believes that they're, they're, they're good strength schedule wise, but Kirk's like, like he said, they're, they're rotating in four different running backs mm-hmm. and they've got probably top three best wide receivers in college football. And that, uh, I can't, I can't remember what his name is. It's like, you know, that, that buddy, buddy, warm and fuzzy story. Yeah. We, went to, <laughs> we started playing football junior high shit, but that kid's legit. KJ Hamler is the guy you're talking about. Exactly. Thank you, Z. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I mean, and and Paige, going back to a point you made, man, I I really love the fact that I've, and I I listened to that, um, he's the athletic director at Oregon. He's now like the uh, committee chair for the CF, you know, CFP. And uh, and I think the, the strength of schedule which it should be is is becoming a predominant factor in this mm-hmm. whole thing. Yeah, yeah, and that's if you a big look emphasis. at like if you look at the body, yeah. So I, I mean, I love it. But I'm what do you think, of that? man? Yeah. So Paige, I think you made a good point about um, a shot being fired across the bow of Clemson and, and the fact that they're playing in the AC. Well, one that they 
they they didn't look impressive earlier in the season, and uh, they kind of slept walk through some of those Wolford earlier games. State last right, exactly, uh, and I do think it's a message about the conference that they play in, and that there that there isn't a ton of margin for error for Clemson. I think they kind of made the same statement to Alabama as well. I think both both Alabama and Clemson were kind of put yeah. on notice in these initial rankings that neither has a ton of wiggle room or the kind of benefit of the doubt maybe both programs enjoyed in previous years. So I Paige, I think you were you were smart to point that out. I agree with you. Um the other uh, the other observation I had was well it was interesting because there was the debate that came down Ohio State to LSU, the strength of schedule question where on the surface it looked like LSU with the trip to Texas and the wins over Florida um, and, and also um, Auburn, that one would think their their overall strength of schedule would be stronger than Ohio State. But I guess start to finish, or at least through those first eight games, Ohio State technically has a, a slightly higher strength of schedule. That was surprising. But it wasn't only that. I think it's the way that Ohio State has looked. If you look at all the right. statistical measures that, that, the, um, that the committee really kind of values ohio state is at the top top three in virtually every statistic that really matters you know like the yards per play measure the scoring defense and scoring offense and margin of victory game control things like that ohio state is across the board in all those statistics yeah really really high yeah i think we're I think we're one and two and like um, like two or three of them and like we're third and like a couple of the other ones. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's interesting you mentioned Penn State. I, I'm a little bit more skeptical, Chad, than you are about Penn State. Um, I, I just kind of feel like, well, certainly they can, they've got a good defensive team. Um, I still have questions about their offense, though. Uh, I, they don't run the ball particularly well. I know you mentioned that they have kind of a, a stable of running backs that they like to go to. But but uh, Penn State is only averaging about four, exactly 4.4 yards a carry in the run game. Noah Kane is their leading rusher. He only averages about five yards a carry. He's got 350 yards uh, so far this season. They're a little paltry in the run game. And I'm not sure about Sean Clef- Clifford, their quarterback. He's got some nice glossy numbers. Uh, 20 uh, touchdown passes to three INTs. Um, but I, I don't know. I just, I, I want to see you know a little bit more from You know what the beautiful thing me. about it is, Steve? You know what the beautiful thing about it is? We're going to see what they're fucking made of this weekend. Because I want to see what P.J. Fleck's going to bring in, in, when they come yeah. to Minnesota this weekend. Yeah. That's going to see, like, that's going to really tell us and, like, the, the, the country what Penn State's all about. Yeah. Uh, so, so, but, but is it? I mean, Minnesota's yeah. not good. Let's just be honest. They're just, I, I, I mean, I, it's a good point. to some level, I you agree with you, Chad, but on some levels, I don't. And the other thing about Penn State, I agree with you 100%, Zach. I am not a fucking believer. I watched the second half of them against Michigan. Michigan was the way better team. Mm-hmm. Penn State hung on for dear life. They have one player. So all you have to do with him is go a little Bill Belichick and say, I'm going to take that guy away from you, yeah. make someone else beat us. Yeah. Clifford's not beating you. It's not yeah. fucking happening. It's and just Ham- not. Yeah, right. and, and Hamler, you stick Jeffrey Okuda on that kid Hamler. I'm telling you, that kid's going to have one catch. Yeah, uh, exactly. I, I, and then they can't run the ball. Agreed. They can't run the ball. There's no Saquon Barkley yeah. on that team this year. And and I think I don't know that that, that bodes well for them in Columbus. Um, they, they do play good defense, though. I just, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I still feel I, like the jury's I, I, out on I that. Would like, I would like it for the record to be known that I'm, I'm not, like, on this big Penn State bandwagon, but I'm saying, like, the way this, that the CFP committee is doing this year, I believe that 
strength of schedule and who they played that they, you know. Yeah. I mean, you oh, know, I agree. You can, you can flip a coin between them, but you know, but but I, I mean, I'm 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 comfortable with where they are. Do I, I do I think that like when they come to Columbus and like uh, on the 23rd, are we gonna like kick their ass? Yeah, I, I I honestly believe we will. But I'm saying the way things are set up this year and how they're like you know putting this you know. Yeah. Boats together, I feel like they should be where they are. Yeah, no, I, 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 I totally agree with you. I think there's clearly a reward or an emphasis on strength of schedule and who you've played so far. That's evident in where they've placed, you know, Ohio State, LSU, and Penn State in particular. I totally agree with you. Um, the, the other uh, observation I wanted to make, uh, now, I've, now I've lost it. I was going to make a, a point, now I've forgotten. Um, well, we'll come back It'll to come. it. Yeah, we'll come back. Well, so, so, so the last thing I'll say about Ohio State is that there's no look test needed. They've crushed fucking everybody. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The, 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 the closest game was was the Lane Kiffins at Florida A&M or whatever. I mean, Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah, it really was. The, that is the craziest thing. Yeah. And, and I love a quote that Brian Day made this week. Like, uh, he said, you know, we don't care. He basically pretty much, we don't give a shit about the college football playoff rankings. It's for the fans. That's for the fans. Yeah. yeah I yeah. love that, dude. I'm telling you, man, I've been saying this all year. The end, he's like, in page, like I, I mean, I love that motherfucker, dude. He is the guy. He's the man, dude. He so, is like the, um, the blind assassin, dude. I love him, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, so far, it's hard to argue with the results. He's He's been exactly what this program needs so far. I, I remember the point I was going to make. If you remember last year, I, after the Big Ten was left out again out of the playoff field, a 13-1 or a 12-1 Big Ten champ was left out of the field again. You remember Jim Delaney made a big stink about the Big Ten being left out, the Big Ten champ, two years in a row. And, and I wonder how much of that this committee heard because now you've got two Big Ten teams in the top four. Um, oh, you know. Which, which, which I wonder how much of that is, is the long reach of Jim Delaney. Uh, you know, we'll see if Penn State can stay there. Paige, you were going to make, you made a point about Minnesota and their strength of schedule. And, and I totally agree. And I think most people do. And clearly the committee does. It's an 8 no Big Ten team, but they're all the way down at 17th in the playoff ranking. So clearly, uh, you know. They've got a lot of work yet to do, and I think what they they closed the season. Three of their last four games are Penn State, Iowa, and Wisconsin. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken, uh, not not necessarily yeah. in that order, but three of those last four are against those teams. Yeah, Iowa and Wisconsin play this weekend. Yeah, but I will say one thing for Minnesota Z is that I'm telling you, PJ Fleck, man, he's got an energy that mm-hmm. like I I think he's got that program they were down like they i mean they were like you know it's like rah, rah, like and he's, <laughs> he's brought an energy he's brought an energy to that whole like program and i yeah. you know i i i wouldn't doubt if they give penn state a good game i i don't think they'll beat them but i i think they're gonna like play and fight i agree with you do you think penn state covers in that game What's i think i think it's a six point uh a six six and a half six point penn state minus six or six and a half if i'm not mistaken let me now, look it up now that all right all- uh, everything we've talked about, like leading up to this, isn't that fucked up? That Penn State is going into Minnesota, who's ranked number four in the first week of the college football playoff rankings, 
and they're only laying six or six and a half. It's six in and a half, according to ESPN.com. Ah, uh, dude, that's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, how about PJ Fleck getting the big extension earlier this week? Before dude, this game? I know, man. They're like, they're, and that's all on him. It's not on the Minnesota. Like, I mean, I don't want to take away from the Gopher football team, but like, I mean, that's like they're giving like you know some. Big what ups is like PJ Flack on that. I mean, uh, or, or, or could it have been maybe rumors circulating that Florida State might go after Flack after they shit can? Flack just he just. He just signed that extension through 2026. Yeah. Did you well, see that? I, I did see that, but I think, you know, it was several days before that or over this past weekend that Florida State shit canned what's his face, their head coach. And then the yeah, that, rumors that, that, started to swirl. Total reaction. Yeah, total reaction to yeah, that. I know, but I, this, I, this I be, think. Dude, this is, this, this is fucking Notre Dame giving Charlie Weiss the 10 year extension. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, well, this, but, but, all right. Ridiculous. So, but on the flip side of that, PBH. I feel that PJ uh, Fleck has such a fucking like ego that he's like, I'm gonna fucking turn Minnesota into a powerhouse. Mm. So I mean, I you know, I, I yeah. tend to agree with you like uh, somewhat, but I feel like he's got such an ego. Like, listen, I'm in the Big Ten, Minnesota. I'm gonna fucking make this. That, that's, that's great. You could have the biggest myself. fucking ego on the planet. I've got foreign. I've got Sean Wade and Chase Young, and you've got fucking you know Timo Ma. <laughs> no, and I Paul agree with you there, dude. I'm, I I wonder if you agree with you there, dude. A Timo Moss <laughs> I, reference. I, I did not see that coming. That's I awesome. I didn't either. Awesome. I mean, that I was, love that. came from the deep. The deep recesses of my cranium. Of 2001. <laughs> I love it. Um, I, I agree with you, though, Chad. I, I First of all, I, I agree with you because I do think Minnesota is pretty good. I was actually impressed with what they did when they came into the shoe last year and played us pretty tough. Now, you know, it's well documented. We had some issues on defense, but I thought they played us pretty well in the shoe last year. They had a good, strong finish to the year. They beat the pants off of Wisconsin last year in Madison. And I'm not a huge believer in yeah. Penn State. I think they've got some holes. I could totally see this being a close game. I'm looking forward to it. I agree with you, Chad. I think this could be a good yeah. game. I'm not calling the upset, I, but I think it could be a good game. No, no, no. I, I don't, I'm not ready to like like throw out a score for that. I, I mean, but there's like we've got we're playing at noon, which that's going to be a snore. But then you got Penn State and Minnesota at noon. I know. And then like Alabama and LSU is at three thirty. Yeah, I love it. And the night game is like Clemson and some other bullshit. I don't know who it is, but like <laughs> the college football this weekend is not not impressive. Aside from the you know the SEC matchup with LSU and Bama at three thirty. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, we'll get to those in a second. All right. So uh, let's 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 move on to yeah. uh, just a quick yeah. preview of Maryland. And I, you know, what, what can you say? Let, let me just throw some. We're numbers. gonna have to edit like three quarters of that out. We're at twenty-seven fucking minutes. We eight, yeah. eighteen minutes of it was on fucking Penn State and Minnesota. <laughs> what? There, okay, BPH, I one hundred percent agree with you. Like we're we're really there's really nothing to talk about the Terrapins. Keandre Jones, like, you know, he couldn't, like, make it as a linebacker at Ohio State. He's going to try to make a point. Um, I'm going to throw out my prediction right now. Well, for, hang, on, uh, hang on a second, Chad. Before you do that, hang, hang on one second. Let me, just, let me just throw a couple numbers out there right. just to kind of set some context here, and then we'll, we'll go to predictions. All right, brother. All right, great. So, um, uh, Maryland is 3-6, and six, and they started. this is after starting out 2-0. and oh. Uh, they went, They had a 79-zip win over Howard in the opener, a 63-20 win over num, at then number 21 Syracuse, and since then they've lost six of seven. They're currently on a four-game losing streak. Last week, as you guys know, they lost at, ho at home, 38-7 to Michigan. 
Um, although that was a little bit more of a game in the first half than I expected. Uh, the week before, they lost 52-10 to 10 to PJ, the, the fighting P.J. Flex. Uh, earlier, back, late September, they lost a Friday night game, 59-zip to Penn so much State. better than the Gophers. <laughs> uh, their only win uh, since their 2-0 start is a 48-7 win at Rutgers. What does that say about Rutgers? I don't know. I, that, that, that's, I mean, I don't even know why they're in the Big Ten. That's another conversation for another day. Uh, just to give right. you... Um, the the uh, the stat that everybody likes to 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 uh, cite these days is yards per play. Uh, the Maryland offense is 88th in the country in yards per play with 5.1 yards per play. By comparison, Ohio State is eighth in the country at seven yards per play. Uh, they're 90th in the country in scoring offense, 23.4 per game. By comparison, Ohio State is second in the country, 48 points per game. Um, the Maryland defense, 97th in the country in yards per play. They're giving up almost six. <laughs> they're giving up just over six yards per play defensively. By comparison, Ohio State's number one in the country, allowing 3.4 yards per play. Uh, the Maryland defense, 101st in scoring defense, allowing 34 points a game. That's insane. That's what they average. They allow 34 points per game. Ohio State, by comparison, is number one in the country, allowing. 7.9, 7.9 yards per game. Um, Ohio State is 5-0 and all-time in this series. They're outscoring the Terps 277 to 120 uh, combined in those games. Now, mind you, of the 120 points the Terps have scored in this series, they scored 51 of them in last year's game, which is uh, pretty ridiculous. I still have PTSD from the the Maryland game last year, in my mind, that's a game Ohio State <laughs> lost. I consider that a loss. You had, uh, you know, what 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 was it? Uh, we all remember the the what the 535 yards of total offense Maryland put up in that game. 339 on the ground. Maryland tailback Anthony was, McFarland. Remember that McFarland went all Tim yeah, Patuka on us. Yeah, I mean, McFarlane went all Tim Biakapatuka on us for 298 yards on 21 carries. He averaged 14 yards a carry. Two, he had TD runs of 81 and 75 yards. That was, there was a good piece by Doug LaMarie, if you guys haven't read it, on cleveland.com today, where he talked about that Your was the... Your boy, Doug. My, my boy, Doug. Paige likes him, too. But Doug's not too bad. I do. I do. I like him. It, it was an interesting piece, and he talked about what a, what a, a program-changing game that was. It really changed... The direction of this program last year's game remember maryland was lining up for a two-point conversion to win that game they had a guy wide open in the end zone they couldn't convert ohio state hangs on and wins the next week of course is the big win at michigan and the the program seemed to kind of take a turn the trajectory of the program seemed to turn on that game and um so very interesting a lot of things really could have changed if you think about it not just what happened right. with ohio state but that would have propelled Michigan, if I'm not mistaken, into the Big Ten title game. Um, yeah. So things. I think my flesh-colored, flesh-colored yarmulke grew like uh, about another inch on each side. <laughs> that fucking <laughs> So very, very interesting that that performance last year. It was one of two really low points in the Urban Meyer era. So those are the numbers. Um, why don't we go ahead, Chad? I know you're chomping at the bit to give a prediction. Why don't you go ahead, man? All right, so I see this. I see J.K. Dobbins not playing anywhere past the second quarter in this game. I'm going to keep him for the Penn State game. I see this going at uh, 49-6. to 49-6. Um, okay, so the Buckeyes 49-6. cover. 
Right. I mean, I definitely see him cover. Now, I will, like, uh, our boy Sloaner, who is just an amazing addition to uh, the South Stands podcast, going to throw his prediction out for him. and He's throwing out 59 to 6. All right. And um, and I got one more real quick. My my last boy, uh, my man, Max Manalo, um, got opportunity to speak with him tonight. He's throwing out 49 to 14, uh, the box. Okay. All right. PVH? What, what was Sloaner's prediction, Chad? 59-6. I'll take 58-7, uh, to seven, then. 58-7. Okay. No, you're not gonna. You're not gonna do like forty-eight to uh, <laughs> two. No, I was. Or, yeah, right. no, <laughs> seventy-two to two. <laughs> yeah, this this is this game is. I mean, if 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 Maryland doesn't forfeit by noon, I'll be right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. by twelve fifteen. <laughs> totally, fuck it. We're we're just going to the bar, get some blue crab. And they're they're gonna they're gonna martinis. invite the turtles over to the varsity yeah. club. and and not even yeah. This let's just do the two week fucking forfeit with Rutgers. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. It's 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 ridiculous. Yeah, so Ohio State, by the way, I forgot to mention the line in this game. It's well, it's come down a bit. Ohio State is a 43 and a half point favorite down from 44. Uh, I I'm wow. I'm taking Ohio State 63 to 14. Um Wow, I love it, dude. 63 I love 14. It. I love the 63. I, I want to see how this team looks now that they have the number one ranking. Okay, so they, they've, through the first eight games, this team has been more like, uh, has been, I think, living off of uh, the idea that, that they've been underestimated with the departure of Urban Meyer and, and Dwayne Haskins. And, and, and the, so now that they. The after, I hear you, after I hear you saying 63, dude, I, 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 I'm, I'm not going to like. like state my own prediction again but i love hearing that out of you and <laughs> and the reason why is because exactly what you're saying right now i think ryan day is going to keep the, the gas on the pedal because you have lsu and alabama playing this weekend the winner of that game the committee is going to have like a like almost a um i don't know like a pressure to like put them at number one so and they will like- and they will the winner of that game is going to be number one in next week's rankings and that's fine uh, they're they're, they're, yeah. they're going to jump Ohio State, and that's that's totally fine. Um, but you know, for for this week, I mean, clearly the the committee has spoken. The people whose opinions matter the most have uh, recognized Ohio State as an elite team. So now I want to see how they handle that. Um, they they can't, you know, and and I think and I expect that they'll handle it just fine. I think there's plenty of experience right. and leadership in that Obviously, team. Obviously, sixty three forty. Yeah, I I I I feel like they're going to handle it fine. But I'm looking forward to seeing how. They handle the expectations and and isn't, the mantle of an that an ranking. Old score? It could be. I don't know. Is it sixty three fourteen? I'm recycling like an, e- <laughs> an old Maryland score. Yeah. That was from the deep, deep recesses of your brain. I don't. I think that's an old score. <laughs> could be. I could be wrong. Could be sixty three fourteen. My. I, I want to give a quick pre- prediction for my father in law, Ken Meyer. He likes Ohio State seventy two to six. I mean, that's like wow. Seventy two to six is like <laughs> wow. An old. He's still riding that high from the boys' weekend. Yeah, that's right. The, the money. <laughs> yeah, I, I, he's. Yeah, I, yeah. It's interesting. I that that's I like it. a score from like the '80s when we beat Northwestern, like like a drum where it was just anyway. So good for him. Seventy-two That's to six. Off. We'll see if that comes to fruition. The question is, will the starters be in long enough 
to put up those numbers. But then again, maybe it won't matter. Maybe the second team will be able to just right. Take I mean, the baton, you, well, I keep mean, going. it's like a shitty backup running back. We have Master Teague, like you know. <laughs> um, uh, hey guys, All look, right, I know, right, I know, it's getting late, and um, I, I thought, why don't we take Let's, a crack at the LSU Bama game as well with a prediction, um, if you'd like. Um, the line in that game, uh, it's Bama minus six. And the word around the campfire is that uh, two is going to play, that he's looked good in practice. Two is going to play six and a half. Sorry, of the line is six and a half. Alabama minus six and a half. Chad, I'm going to kick it over to you. Right. How do you see this one playing out? Give me your score prediction. I'm taking um, LSU 38, Bama 35. I, I, LSU will cover. I like that. I mean, that's a given. But I say they win the game outright. And a lot going of back to my boy Max Manalo, he's saying um, he's saying Bama forty-two, LSU thirty-five. So he's going the opposite direction of me. That's crazy how how things have changed just within the game, not only across the game but within the SEC. That I think most of us are expecting a a pretty high scoring affair between these two teams. And traditionally, it's been like you know, you know, neither team could get to you know. 15 point, 14 points. Uh, uh, I 100% agree, Z, because but like Bama's got the some of the best receiving, like you know, one of the best receiving cores in the country. But but yeah. their defense is suspect. And Burrow, I mean, their offense, you know, they're both both defenses are suspect. So when yeah. I, I, I think it's going to be a high scoring game, and I think Burrow's going to come out on top. Yeah, it looks like it looks like a bit. It looks like a bit of a down year defensively for both programs, and both both offenses look like big 12 offenses it's really weird i mean it, it's yeah. almost like an oklahoma texas game than than, than uh, an lsu bama game page why don't you give me a score prediction and and tell us how you see this one playing out i i, I have no opinion <laughs> I, i've seen neither team play um so i'm going to tell you what i want to see rather than what i think is okay. going to happen I, nice. I, I like I, it a 30 like a 30 to 10 beat down by the joey burrows and then I yeah. just want to see. Then I just want to see the Alabama fucking people freak the fuck out for not oh. making the playoff for the first time. That's what <laughs> I want to see. I want greenhouse see having a total meltdown. Dude. Oh, just a meltdown. Uh, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. The, anyone on this podcast that isn't picking the Joey Burrows needs to be kicked off the podcast. Chad, I give you a chance to reevaluate. Yeah, dude. Reevaluate. I love Joey Burrow, dude. I, they're going to win the game, dude. All right, so they're, Chad, they're going to do it. Yeah, they're going to do it. I, 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 part of me, you know, I, I want it, but I, I, LSU's got a hell of a shot, and so that to me, I want chaos. I want fucking chaos in this whole thing, and I think the other interesting thing is just the political nature of how the committee is looking at these games and looking at the upcoming schedule and what happens, right? Mm -hmm. If Alabama loses this game and we all know the machine will just go into fucking hyperdrive, just meltdown mode and it'll be yeah. great to watch. So I want an LSU beat down. So I'm calling 30 to 10 or if that's not what I said before. I don't get you said 30 to 10. Hey, I'm going to log that as your official prediction. Um, Z, before you make your prediction, can I say one quote? Of course, quick yeah, thing? go ahead, Chad. I love that. I love that text that Timmy threw out today, and I don't, I don't know who it was from or who it was like, but it was a legitimate point about like if if Ohio State were to lose to Penn State, 
and then kick the shit out of the Michigan, it would be very hard for them to keep us out of the playoff. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, actually, I, you know, I, we, I we do we like do have our mailbag questions to get to at the end of this, guys. And there's one question. Maybe nice. we just do one of them. But there's one question from the mailbag that kind of addresses that uh, a little bit, Chad. Um, you know, nice. the, the game is in Tuscaloosa. And, uh, you know, Tua's going to play. And I, I, we just don't know. I, I don't know how effective he's going to be. LSU has looked good, uh, for sure. Um, you know, throwing the ball, uh, you know, with the offense, with, with Joe Burrow. And obviously, I have a soft spot in my heart for Burrow as a former Buckeye. It's hard for me to bet against Alabama in this game if Tua's going to play. And, God, I hate to say How- it. But this is where Nick, you know, this is where Nick Saban is uh, is so dangerous, you know. When everybody's, although you know, granted he's a six and a half point favorite, um, you know, they, they, Bama, for what for the first time in how many years is not the number one team in the initial college football rankings. Is he going to use that as additional motivation? I'm don't kick me off this podcast, guys. I'm going Bama twenty seven twenty four. Uh, wow. In this one, I, that's not what I want to happen. I would love to see a decisive Bama blowout, which would probably eliminate them if they lose decisively at home to LSU. Would probably eliminate them as a one-loss non-champ candidate to get into the playoff, which is what I'd love to see. Paige, I'm with you. I got Bama in this one, 27-24. Wow! Because two was going to play. One, one, one real quick. PVH, one quick comment. You don't think those uh, those Boys down south, letting on that defensive line for the Tigers are going to be going for that ankle, do you? Of course. Uh, well, that's, that's I mean, that's, yeah. that's very possible. But. They're going to be chewing on that thing, dude. They're going to be everything they can do. All right. Hey, listen, guys. So we, we do have our first set of questions for the mailbag. They're from the same user. Nice. Maybe we do one or two of these. I, again, I know it's getting late, but we, we hey, this is these are our first questions. We, 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 have, to, we have to answer a couple of these. Uh, yeah. The name of the user, you guys might, I don't know if you guys know him. His name's Mike Corcoran. Name sounds familiar. Mike. Mike Corkin, yeah, I don't I know, I know if that rings a bell. Thing. Yeah. Uh, he's, got a, he's, got, he's got a set of four questions here. I don't think we'll have time to go through all of them. Um, well, here's one. Week in and week out, you and your guests have addressed and highlighted this Bucks team's many strengths. What weaknesses, if any, do you see with this team? And he says in parentheses, I have to admit, I'm having a hard time finding one. Paige? What weaknesses, if Tough any, Portland. do you see with this team? Tough Portland, right? I mean, Tough Portland. It's, it's, it's still our linebackers, as good as Browning's been. That's yeah. the one. So I, it's a great question, Mikey. Um, happy to have your sister here. Um, but I look at this team, like, where they're not – where they're not pro players all up and down this team, yeah. that's the one position where you can like, yeah, we might only have one pro there. So it's got to still be the linebackers. And I'm sorry, tough. I take sorry, it back. Tough. I mean, I've been piling on you forever, but that's, <laughs> that's the place. Chad, what do you think? Is yeah. there, what weaknesses, if any, do you see with this team? Okay. Like prior to me making my, um, my answering Mike Corcoran's question, is the fact that I'm sitting here with the biggest smile on my face as like just 
seeing him, <laughs> what state of mind he's in, what he's writing these questions down. Very organized. Yeah, very organized. Well, Mikey, just... I know. I love it, dude. Like, <laughs> he's just sitting there probably with the biggest smile on his face. Like, I just love it. But I, I, I would I would tend to agree with Paige there. Um, with tough. But you know what? I think they're, they're already making adjustments for that. But I'm going to say, like, how quickly our offensive line starts out the game. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, the, a couple weeks ago, I was like, oh, shit. Really? I mean, I think, like, the offensive line, I mean, I think they're one of the best in the country once they get gelling. But, like, I feel like they just, at the beginning of the game, they're a little, like, a little tense, a little wound up. And uh, I feel like as long as they're all in, in you know, in synchronous, we'll be good. But I feel like they just need to be on the big, you know, on, on the same line for the big games coming up in uh, you know, the end of November. Okay. So slow starts by the offensive line, I think, is what you're saying. That's kind of a, a weakness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and along those same lines, I would say that – um, Ohio State has given up a lot of sacks, and and I think most of a, a good, I mean, at least 50-50 is Justin Fields hanging onto the ball too long, and and I right. think some of that you live with because he's so good at extending plays and in keeping the you know keeping a play alive and finding guys downfield that you have to live with a little bit of that because you don't want to you don't want to impede or get in the way of his playmaking ability, so you have to live with some of that, but I, I do feel like maybe he could curb. A, a little bit of that. He, he takes. He's taken a, a sack or two probably every game this yeah. year that didn't need to happen because he's held onto the ball a little too long. He's been a little too he, nonchalant. Yeah, that he fell. Yeah, so that if I had to, to nitpick, I would say, you know, that's 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 where I would uh, I, I would identify. So is that on weakness. Justin Fields or is that on oh, the yeah. offensive line? No, I think it's on Fields. In my opinion, I think. Yeah. Th- there have been a couple of maybe blown against Wisconsin. There were a couple of of uh, uh, delayed blitzes uh, that Jim Leonard called that I thought were really well called that our offense, offensive line didn't pick up. But there were also a couple where Fields was just a little too, uh, he held onto the ball a little too long. And we've, we've seen that, I think, yeah. at least once in every game so far this year. Um, so I would, I would say maybe that's one weakness. Um, yeah. uh, Mike, Mike, hey, submit, Mike one more question of Mikey's uh, do we have, request. Do we have time for one more question, Paige? One more. Yeah, of course. Okay, great. All right. So um, Mike asks, do we foresee a scenario where Ohio State does not make the 2019 college football playoffs? Um, Paige, I'm going to start with you. What needs to happen for Ohio State not to make the playoff? Lose to Rutgers. I mean, yeah, there's a plethora (laughs) of reasons why we don't make the playoffs. Lose to Penn State. Right. Come on, Mike. Your first question was way fucking better. Do better. <laughs> yeah, dude. That was fucking weak. All right. Man. All right. So I'm going to. All, all right. right. Go to question three. Question three. Question three. All right. Ah, okay. You, so the next question. Um, he asks, uh, I'm not sure it, it has uh, not escaped your notice that the Bucks are sitting atop the college football rankings at number one. Thank you, Mike. I, I, we, we did notice, but but thanks for reminding us. Uh, first, Mikey's <laughs> corner. This, this is good. This is now going to be called Mikey's, Mikey's corner. Mikey's corner of every podcast. Mikey's <laughs> corner. I love it. Dude. First, is this a surprise to you? I think we could all answer no. It wasn't a surprise. We all had an inkling they would be in the top two at least, and we. I wasn't yeah. hugely surprised that they ended up number one. Second, Ohio State will no doubt come in as a heavy favorite in each of. 
their remaining four games. Which game do you see as the biggest pitfall in November slash December? We kind of answered this at the mid at the mid year pod, but let's go ahead and, and answer it again. He gives us a multiple choice uh, answer to oh, his question. So wow, here we go. Creative one. Here we go. Which game do you see as the <laughs> biggest pitfall in November slash December? The choices are A, Maryland or Rutgers, B, Penn State at home, C, Michigan in on Arbor, or D, the Big Ten championship game. Paige, I'm going to start with you, and I wow. think I know what your answer is because it's going to be my answer too, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it's Michigan. It's Michigan. We're going to have our hands full. I, it's going to be a tough game. Yeah. Just per, I think everybody needs to start preparing for it. It's uh, not, not that Michigan's going to be, you know, we're not going back to John Cooper. Those <laughs> days are over. We can right. we can cleanse the palate of that, but that's gonna be a tough game. And the other the other thing is, you know, we never know what the weather is gonna be. You know, it could be brutally whatever snowstorm. Yeah, that's our that's gonna be our toughest. Yeah. It's interesting because uh, Don Brown has already started talking. I don't know if yeah, you guys saw dude. the quote that I sent you today. This is from the Wolverine.com, and I quote, this is Don Brown. I, this is Don Brown, the defensive coordinator of, of the Michigan Wolverines. Page. And I quote, that they better be careful now because we're hitting our stride too. This is a two-way street, and I know our guys will be ready in three weeks. Three weeks. He's already talking about this game. <laughs> I love it. They just never learn these. Well, good. They it's, never. You learn. know what's great? It's 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 really great that Michigan is starting to put a priority on this game three weeks into it. Way to go, Don! <laughs> Brutal, beautiful. Yeah. That's that's so awesome. I, Chad, you know, <laughs> Chad, w- uh, which of which of uh, Mike's multiple choice uh, choices that he's given us uh, will you, you select? I'm going to go through the choices again: A. Maryland or Rutgers; B. Penn State at home; C. Michigan in Ann Arbor; or D. The Big Ten Championship game. Um, I'm going to go with A, Rutgers. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Wow. But you know what, what's so funny, trap dude? Trap game, I, I, Rutgers. You know, be, I, yeah, trap game, man. <laughs> I uh, it's a quick sand sandbox of uh, the guys up from New Jersey. But I would say, honestly, like it's obviously Michigan. I mean, they've got nothing to lose, man. Like Harbaugh's, like his whole reputation is like, on the line for this game, man. You know, they want to knock off the number one team, you know, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But, but it, it, what's so funny is that, like, it's so funny because their fan base, like, I, I, I'm, I'll make this real quick. I, uh, on Butt today, but Ohio State's, like, um, on 24 7 um, sports is the highest revenue. Like, Michigan is losing money because their fan base is all leaving the site. Oh. It's insane, dude. <laughs> but, you know, it, my answer is like Rutgers, but I will say Michigan as well. Um, they've got nothing to lose. Harbaugh needs this win more than, you know, the NFC Championship the two times he was there. So, <laughs> but I, you know. All right. So, so you say Michigan as well. Wait for that week. So, so when we discussed this at the midseason pod, Paige, I agreed with you that Michigan was was the game that I was worried about the most because there is the the, the very real possibility that Ohio State or that Michigan could, could be seeing a, a diminished Ohio State team coming off what should be a very competitive game against Penn State, or so we think. 
Um, I get, and, I, and I'm going to stick with Michigan, although I, I'm going to feel stupid, and maybe I'm going against my better instinct, because if you look at the last three matchups with Penn State, it was a one-point game last year. It was a one-point game in 2017. We had to come way from behind to win that game in the shoe. You guys remember that game. And then back yeah. in 2016, it was a, I think it was a three-point game or a four-point game. Ohio State lost on a, a late-blocked field goal in that game. So the last three have been very, very competitive James Franklin gets his teams up for this game. His teams seem to be prepared. They come in with a good game plan. I'm going against my better instinct and, and also agreeing with you guys that Michigan is going to be the tougher test. I think Brian Day is going to take a different approach to the Penn State game this year. It's in the shoe. I think we win that one decisively or somewhat decisively. We'll see. But the, the Michigan game also worries me, especially if they start figuring out that, hey, they've got these great wide receivers. It would be a dereliction of duty if they don't call like five or six deep balls to Nico Collins in that game. Because that guy, he comes yeah. down with it every single time. Um, but one thing but, Patterson hasn't seen all year is a guy like Chase Young and yeah. our defensive line coming yeah. at him either. Well, yeah. so, so, so Zach, Zach that, that, that's a fascinating sort of take on it. And I think the issue is that every the three of us, are we live through the Cooper years yeah and so we're just completely conditioned to worry about michigan yeah um whereas the actual data would just speak completely opposite to that like we should be way more concerned about penn state yeah yeah right Right. i agree exactly good point yeah no i agree i mean you know we're talking about a michigan team that got absolutely you just destroyed by wisconsin and you know yeah. what, what did we do was Wisconsin? I mean, we, I, I mean and we, not, we, not to we, mention not to mention the kick, results. Sorry, go ahead, Paige. And barely yeah, beat no, Army. Kick the shit out of them for <laughs> eighteen out of nineteen years. Yet we're just still like you know we're, we're the beaten we're the beaten wife. I don't know if that's okay to say anymore. <laughs> yeah, and that's why it's the best rivalry in college football, man. Yeah. 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 No, you're right. I mean, you can tell we've given away our age. Uh, and, and what what era what what era uh, Ohio State fans we are because of that? I mean, if, if you if you are in school now or you you graduated from Ohio State anywhere within the last fifteen to eighteen years, you're like, guys, what are you worried about? I mean, it's Michigan, right? They're right. Yeah. Big deal. The same uh, the same people that don't know what a uh, an actual like plug into the wall telephone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, or he never went to a Virgin Mega Store to to shop for music, or, but but but, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, I, but it does concern me because of where it falls on the schedule, and and if the Penn State game is kind of true to form of the last three years, and it is very competitive, and it does take a little something out of Ohio State, then we go to Ann Arbor slightly diminished. And big shout out to the Big Ten schedule makers who seem to not want to put a Big Ten team in the playoff for the way the schedule, you know, shakes out. I mean, you know, a couple of years we had that consecutive seasons, 2016 and, or 2015 and 2016, where we had Michigan State and Michigan in back-to-back weeks, which was just stupid. Anyway, uh, we've, we've covered that. I before. do like it. I do like that they put it, like, I know it's all about Fox, but the noon kickoff of Penn State, I like just it. gives us, like, that much more time to rest for like the noon kickoff against Michigan. I, I personally, uh, the, the night, the night games have gotten stale for me. I like the, I like the early games here. They're a 9 a.m. start. I can watch the game and have the rest of my day. Um, I don't know. I guess if you have kids and you know, you've got, you know, swimming meets to go to and, you know, 
tennis tennis yeah, matches tennis. and stuff. It's it's it sucks. But for me, I kind of like the uh, the earlier kicks. Um, hey guys, listen. This, this is has this been is, a good one, boys. Like love being on here with you guys. Today, absolutely, man. yeah. PBH, and keep the dream alive. Z. Yep, Have a good weekend, man. You too, Go Paige. Bucks. Paige, I know it's been a long day for you. Thanks so much, man, for making the time. It's really awesome to have you on. We we love having your your takes and your knowledge and and your humor, everything that you bring to this podcast. So thanks so much for I making the time. Let Jimmy make the back from Mexico alive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Viva, viva la Jimmy. Viva, viva la, la Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> and who, we'll have someone someone put an APB out for for Gallagher. Money he was a total a Tim yeah. Gallagher total no show tonight. Yeah, someone please Jesus. put him on a milk carton. We're going by a great here. <laughs> All right, boys. All right, go Bucks, boys. All right, love you, fellas. Thanks Bye. so much for making the time. Go Bucks. I'll talk to you on Sunday. Yeah.